Good evening. My friends, I must say I'm incre I am incredibly touched by the number of people showing up for Mass today. Just a few days ago, I spoke with a classmate, a friend of mine, and we were kind of lamenting the fact that people don't really quite care about this whole concept of holidays of obligations anymore because religion has been reduced to a matter of feelings, right? If I feel like it, I'll do it rather than a relationship, a commitment. Sometimes I show up because I'm committed to God, not because I feel like it or not. And the number of people showing up for Mass today, counting the school Mass, are over, over what we, half of what we usually get on Sundays, which, believe it or not, is huge. And so I'm very grateful, grateful to all of you for taking your relationship with God so seriously, thank you for being so good. This morning at the school, our children from pre-K to second grade, they dressed up as saints, and they had a little parade, and it was beautiful, it was amazing, and they came in for Mass, and I got a chance to ask each and every one of them, you know, what saint did you dress up as? And it's amazing to, to realize what a blessing it is to be a pastor of a parish with a school to be so close to so much goodness, purity, and sanctity. And whenever I saw a saint's parade, <laughs> I can't help but thinking of a former student of mine five years ago. At St. James, also on All Saints Day, the kids also parade around the gym in their costume of saints. William was in second grade, a student of mine. And William's home has all sorts of crazy animals. And mind you, they live in Winter Park, right? So they have goats, chickens, uh, two German shepherds, a snake. Uh, what else? One year they brought all these crazy animals to the pet blessing, and I had the snake wrapped around my neck. But that day, William decided to dress up as St. Francis of Assisi, and he brought his goat with him, and he was so proud of his goat. So he's parading with the goat, and with all the noise and singing, the goat got scared. So guess what? It fainted. It fainted in the middle of the procession, and so and so William literally dragged the poor goat around the gym like this, mopping the floor of the gym with the poor goat, right? And all these moms were like, oh, that is so cute, taking pictures and, and videotaping this and live streaming it. Like, oh my gosh, Peter is going to be all over us for animal cruelty. And then this morning, this morning, now every year we see a trend in saints, right? Every, every year the kids kind of pick a saint that is kind of really popular. So the Blessed Mother is, is always very popular. A lot of Marys, a lot of, you know, Guadalupe and different expression of our Blessed Mother. St. Francis is also very popular, St. Patrick's, St. Michael's. But this year, our school, apparently the kids were very into guardian angels. So I saw several, several guardian angels. And uh, 
then, so I'm walking around, looking at all these kids, talking to them, and in the corner of my eyes, I saw a kindergartner whose parents obviously had forced her to be the Blessed Virgin Mary, and she did not want to be the Blessed Mother. So in the corner of my eyes, I saw her, you know, taking off her crown and her veil and just throw it. I'm like, oh, I got to check this out. So I went over and I asked her, so what are you supposed to be? And she said, I am a guardian angel. And I said, oh, an, an angel with an attitude. <laughs> Meanwhile, St. Michael, now yesterday was Halloween, so they all went, they all went trick-or-treating and they, they were very tired today. So I'm talking to the guardian angel and there's St. Michael sound asleep slept through the whole homily, in fact. <laughs> like, who are you supposed to guard, St. Michael? Now, as we come together to celebrate the solemnity of all saints, we do ask, why? Why? One of the things that Protestants always accuse Catholics of what? Worshipping Mary, worshipping the saints. Obviously, if you pay close attention to all of our prayers, Regardless of what celebration we have, the prayers are always directed towards God because God is the object of our worship. But we came together today to honor the saints, those holy men and women who have made it to the finish line, who are enjoying the glory of heaven and who day and night are praying for us. Believe it or not, today we honor all saints, those who pray for us in heaven because the saints cannot pray for themselves. They don't need to pray for themselves anymore. They have reached the beatific vision. And then tomorrow we honor all souls, the souls in purgatory who are also praying for us and who count on our prayers for them because they cannot pray for themselves. But today, we honor these men and women who are examples, who are heroes of our faith, who are our inspiration. That begs the question, what is the recipe, the paradigm for holiness? Our Lord obviously had laid out for us the most basic principles, our constitution, the beatitude, those who are humble, who are meek, who are pure, who seek righteousness, who endure suffering and persecution for the sake of righteousness, those are the people who will inherit the kingdom of heaven. This morning, however, I shared with uh, the students a beautiful example, a young saint, a millennial, in fact, two years younger than me if he was still living Carlo Acutis, blessed Carlo Acutis, a saint in jeans and polo shirts, a saint who was into computer engineering, who were playing outdoors, who played soccer, who was very goofy and funny. What set him apart? What set him apart was his love for the poor, the forgotten. And what set him apart was his tremendous love for our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, to the point 
that he went to Mass every single day. Every single day. And he always said, being close to the Lord Jesus is my life's plan. And that, my friends, is something I suggest to you and to me as this recipe, the paradigm for holiness. How do we achieve holiness? By being close to Jesus. And nowhere, absolutely nowhere, can we be as close to Him as we are at the altar of sacrifice. Every time we come to the celebration of the Mass and receive Holy Communion, our hands get to touch the living God. Our tongue get to taste the living God. And then He goes into our bloodstream to nourish us. See how intimate, how close He is to you and to me. And we cannot be so close to the source of goodness and holiness without becoming good and holy ourselves. So my dear saints in the making, that's you and me. Holiness is not a privilege for the few, but a vocation for all of us. As Pope Francis said, by virtue of our baptism, we have been called to become holy. Doesn't mean that we need to walk around with a halo. Doesn't mean that we have to dress up like the saints of old. We can be saints in our jeans, our polo shirts, and our dresses. We can be saints as husbands, as workers, as wives, as children. We can be saints wherever we find ourselves in life as long as we stay close to the Lord Jesus. So today when we receive communion, experience that closeness and allow the Lord to penetrate our mind, heart, and soul and every day purify us and sanctify us so that we may one day join the saints in the glory of heaven. Amen.